Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Being a family-friendly show that usually tries to instill values of hope, cooperation, and goodwill to all species, Star Trek doesn't tend to court too much controversy. Indeed, the show's more notorious moments tend to arise in pursuit of pushing a noble social cause or society simply not liking what's reflected back at it through the mirror of an episode. Still though, having run for over 50 years and with hundreds of episodes to his various names, sometimes lines get stepped over. Whether that's a boundary that got pushed too far, a storyline that was too close to the cultural bone, or simply just tastes and standards differing from place to place, occasionally the show isn't allowed to boldly go anywhere at all without major changes being needed. It hasn't happened often, but pouring back through the annals of Star Trek lore does yield a few such examples of TV networks and other broadcasters giving episodes of the show a firm bashing with the old banhammer. Some have been fixed over the years with creative editing, but others still can't be aired in their original guise even today. My name is Adam Cleary, and these are 10 Star Trek episodes that were banned. Number 10, Miri. First of a four-parter here with episodes of the Star Trek original series that were deemed unsuitable for audiences by the BBC. While each has their own offending themes and scenes, the core of the problem was that the UK broadcaster thought of Star Trek as a children's show, and would thus screen it for anything it felt too mature a topic. Easily the tamest of the four is Miri, a season one episode that sees the crew encounter a Lord of the Flies-inspired society comprised entirely of children. All the planet's adults have perished from some lethal unknown plague, and the episode does throw in the odd violent scene, but besides that, there's nothing remotely troublesome from a visual perspective. The problem with the episode though was that it focused on large groups of orphan children facing their deaths from either the virus that killed their parents or just simply starvation. The BBC insisted the episode didn't do enough to soften the edges of this grim subject matter and refused to show it. Number 9, Whom Gods Destroy. Now you'd think with a name like Whom Gods Destroy that this episode would earn the ire of censors for gratuitous uses of violence and or lightning bolts. But it was actually on the grounds of salation that the BBC decided it wasn't suitable for the British viewing public. This season 3 episode you see introduced us to Orion Slave Girls. Weirdly, the episode also featured an extended scene of torture with Kirk subjected to all manner of unpleasant treatments at the hands of their captors. That was apparently absolutely fine though, but the slightly risque dance performance from Marta was a step too far for British sensibilities. Again, given that they regarded the show as primarily being for children, having a slave woman gyrate her hips in the direction of a Starfleet captain before later boldly going down his tonsils was too much of a stretch for the BBC. However, it wouldn't be the last time that the kiss would get the show in hot water. Number 8, Plato's Stepchildren. 
Now, you've undoubtedly already heard of this episode. It contains one of the most groundbreaking moments in Trek history, as well as a seminal incident in the story of the American Civil Rights Movement. Kirk and Uhura, imprisoned by a Greek-worshipping civilization, share the first ever interracial kiss on television. NBC originally had no issue with the scene, but worried that local stations in the Deep South would be outraged by it. To their surprise, virtually no complaints were formally made, but the BBC elected not to show the episode when it was syndicated across the Atlantic. The reasons for this are only truly known to the censors board at the time, but the official explanation given was that they found the episode to be too violent. Now, while there's certainly no shortage of action in it, there's nothing in there you wouldn't expect to find in the majority of other episodes. And while I'm not saying it's far more likely that they feared some kind of conservative backlash, I am thinking it extremely loudly. Number 7, The Empath. When the BBC chose to ban episodes of the original series, it always smacked of stuffy, uptight hand-wringing. One time they might actually have had a point, however, was concerning the Season 3 episode, The Empath. This still has the power to induce a wince in audiences nearly 50 years later and didn't make it to air in the entire country until 1994. In the episode, while visiting an apparently doomed planet, the crew is repeatedly subjected to torturous experiments by its inhabitants. It's not graphically shown, and the majority of the horror is left to the descriptions, but the graphical nature of what's said allows the audience to paint a horrific picture in their minds. The episode was banned by the BBC. However, the critical reception it received in America led to scores of fans petitioning the broadcaster to show it and the other episodes. They responded, There are no plans to screen the four episodes because we feel they deal most unpleasantly with the already unpleasant subjects of madness, torture, sadism and disease. Number 6. Conspiracy there are many ways you might choose to describe the next generation, but a borderline Cronenbergian venereal horror is probably not one of them. That was until episode 25 of season 1 when an exploding man and the alien living inside his body shocked audiences across the world. Uncovering a plot by parasitic aliens to invade the Federation, Picard and Riker are forced to kill Lieutenant Commander Remick, whose head explodes when it's hit with a sustained phaser blast. No, seriously, it actually just explodes. They used meat and fake blood and just blew it up on the set. Then with the host body destroyed, the mother parasite dissolves his chest and emerges to confront the pair, looking every inch the nightmare fuel of an 80s body horror puppetry department that it is. NBC moved it to the 10pm slot. It carried a warning before all broadcasts in Canada, but the BBC, predictably, just refused to air it. Number 5, Rejoined. Strictly speaking, the episode Rejoined was never fully banned from being broadcast. However, several distributors, notably those in the southern United States, refused to air it unless a particular scene was removed in advance. The scene in question being, at the time, Star Trek's first openly gay kiss. The idea behind the episode, and specifically the relationship between Jadzia Dax and the wife of her former host, is complex. The writers wanted to present the situation as being controversial to Trill society, but with no issue being raised about their sexuality whatsoever, thus holding up a mirror to society in the time-honoured Star Trek way. Despite a near-universal level of critical and cultural praise for the episode, it still didn't sit well with certain sections of the audience, and the kiss was removed on certain networks. To this day though, Terry Farrell, who plays Dax, regards it as her favourite episode of the show, and one of the most important things she has ever done in her career. Number 4, To The Death 
As with Rejoined, this season 4 episode of Deep Space Nine never managed to incur the full wrath of a TV station broadcast ban, but required extensive editing in order to make it to air. It holds the dubious distinction of being the first Star Trek episode to be censored for having too much violence, with a whopping 45 seconds of one fight scene being removed. Forming an unlikely and fragile alliance with a crew of Jem'Hadar, Sisko and co attempt to fight their way through a series of caves to an Iconian gateway purely through hand-to-hand combat. In the original cut, 52 Jem'Hadar were killed, but with extensive editing that was trimmed to 20 at the cost of 45 seconds of footage. The BBC at the time showing Deep Space Nine in an early evening slot asked for further reductions before agreeing to air it. On both sides of the Atlantic, the episode received more complaints about the awkward choppy way it was cut than it did the violence it showed. Number 3. The Icarus Factor one final example of BBC interference here, and it concerns the Icarus Factor, an early episode of The Next Generation where, amongst other things, Worf is troubled by having missed an important Klingon rite of passage. In the end, his pals create a holographic representation of the ritual and stand and watch as Worf walks through a figurative valley of punishment. He's repeatedly jabbed with Klingon implements called pain sticks before crying out in anguish and declaring his true feelings. It's a very, very tame scene by today's standards. Despite this being a situation he's in enthusiastically consented to, the BBC once again classified it as a scene of gratuitous torment or torture, and refused to air it in their family-friendly 6pm slot. After extensive editing was undertaken to film around the pain sticks, it eventually went ahead. Number 2. Patterns of Force there's not really much more I can do to explain this inclusion beyond simply showing you this image of the crew and you just figuring it out for yourself, but whatever, in for a penny, in for a pound. Despite wanting to protect the precious children of the United Kingdom from violence, torture, disease, starvation, women's shoulders and a kiss between two consenting adults, the BBC saw no issue whatsoever with an episode that saw the Third Reich faithfully recreated on an alien world, and as a consequence our intrepid crew dressing up as Nazis to infiltrate their ranks. The vast majority of broadcasters were happy to air the episode without any changes, but German networks, understandably reluctant to trivialise the matter, placed a blanket ban on it. It did finally air on the ZDF Neo channel in 2011, a little over 43 years after it was originally released. Number 1. The High Ground while the BBC absolutely loved taking the red pen to episodes of The Next Generation before they'd air, when it came to Season 3's The High Ground, they categorically refused to air a single minute of it, purely because data refers to the Irish unification of 2024. Now, if you don't understand why that would have been controversial at the time, then I don't really want to explain it to you, because I'm pretty sure even me just talking about it might somehow make it worse. Basically, when the episode aired in 1990, the UK was still nearly a decade away from the historic Good Friday Agreement that ended most of the violence of the Troubles, a political conflict in Northern Ireland that had been ongoing since the 1960s. The comment about unification, fictional as it may be, was a little too close to the bone. At the time, the issue was so highly charged. I mean, within a year of this going out, the IRA attempted to assassinate the British Prime Minister, that the BBC decided that any episode of any show tackling the moral conundrums of terrorism wasn't appropriate viewing. The Irish line was used as the main reason but the entire episode's cut and thrust was the more pertinent problem even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.